I got home and I just, I looked at Jordan and I said, you know what? No kid. And I was, it was a mix, you know, on the football field where you're just, you're, you're in between emotional. You're like pissed off, but you're, you're happy at the same time, right? You know, yep. we're going to, we're going to score that touchdown. I don't care who's in my way. We're going to, and I just looked at him and said, you Adrenaline just pumping through Just pump. And I just said, almost mad. I said, there's no kid that's going to sleep on the floor in my town if I have anything to do with it. Welcome to an Army of Normal Folks. I'm Bill Courtney. I'm a normal guy. I'm a husband, a father, an entrepreneur, and I'm a football coach in inner city Memphis. And the last part unintentionally led to an Oscar for the film about our team. It's called Undefeated. I believe our country's problems will never be solved by a bunch of fancy people in nice suits talking big words that nobody understands on CNN and Fox, but rather by an army of normal folks, us, just you and me, deciding, hey, I can help. That's what Luke Mickelson, the voice we just heard, has done. Luke is the founder of Sleep in Heavenly Peace, whose 285 chapters have built over 138,000 beds for kids who don't have one. They're the largest bed building charity in the world. And it all started from Luke learning about one girl in this town who didn't have a bed. I can't wait for you to meet Luke right after these brief messages from our generous sponsors. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal. 
and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Luke Mickelson, how are you, man? <laughs> Good, sir. How are you? Welcome to Memphis. <laughs> Thanks, man. Nice to meet you, by the way. Nice to meet you, too. So uh, you missed your first flight. What's up with <laughs> Oh, that? man. It, you know, you wake up all excited, and it, things can turn on a dime. We we were driving home, visiting some friends out here in North Carolina, and uh, we hit this pothole so hard that I, I'm surprised <laughs> it didn't blow a tire. But, you know, we made it home and everything was yeah. fine and it sat for a day. Until and, this morning. Oh, yeah, of course. Right when you get in the car, you drive in, then the <laughs> alarms airport. go off and yeah. oh, it was terrible. So. Well, I, I appreciate you <laughs> scrambling around and making it. I, I thought since you recently moved from Idaho to Charlotte, you just didn't know where the airport was. <laughs> well, there's some truth to that. We, we we typed the old search into the into the Google search and it took us to like – this, uh, granted, we're already late, so we're hauling butt to try to get to the airport on time. <laughs> Knowing we had to park, we had to get a shuttle, all this stuff. First time we've flown out of Charlotte with our own vehicle, right? Uh, it took us to like the service area, all totally on the opposite end of the airport. So we had to spin around. And, so are you saying the Charlotte airport's a little bigger than Idaho Falls? A uh, li- little bit. A little, little, little yeah. large. <laughs> well, bud, welcome to our podcast. I cannot wait to tell people about sleep in heavenly peace. But before we do that, as you know, this is an army of normal folks. And uh, we we talk to normal folks that do normal things in their life and then somehow trip around and find something extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And that is certainly your story. But uh, first, who are you? Where do you come from, man? <laughs> well, I, I tell everybody, look, I'm, a, I'm just a small farm kid from Idaho, and that couldn't be more true. You know, uh, Idaho Falls, is that Twin Falls, Twin actually. Falls. And actually, it was a small town out of Twin called Kimberly. Um, if anybody knows where that's at, then you know Idaho. But, Is it um, kind of like one of those hee-haw salute towns? Like uh, population yeah. 744? Well, not that close, but population 3,000. So oh, I it's, gra- it's definitely a salute <laughs> town. Oh, yeah. oh well, there's, it, trust me, there was like three bars and yeah. one stop sign. If that tells you anything. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. But, you know, it was, a, it was a great. It was a small, like any small town, right? You know, you knew everybody, which is pros and cons. But growing up there was great, you know. I was raised by a single mom, you know, so, uh, where'd your dad go? So, uh, when my parents divorced, I was freshman and, uh, he kind of stayed by, you know, um, he wasn't much in our, in the kids' lives at the time. He was a nice guy. You know, my, my dad meant, uh, a lot. He meant, uh, he meant well, let's put it that way. You know, just one of those guys that struggled internally with, uh, some depression and things of that nature, but it was a testament to my mom. She was one of those gals that, you know, I'll put her up against anybody. You tough know. woman. Oh, t- real tough woman. And she grew up on a farm. She actually raced quarter horses back in Grace, oh, she's Idaho. she's a cowgirl. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't mess with her. She's, you got siblings? She's you got siblings? We do. I do. So I've got an older brother, two older sisters, and a younger sister. And, and my older brother oh, was- Oh, oh, oh. There's five of you. Correct, yeah. And she had all of us. Had all of us, yep. Raised us all pretty much on her own. My older brother was a little out of the picture. So it was me and my three <laughs> sisters and my mom. So- 
did what'd your mom do for a living? Uh, funny. She, so she picked up jobs left and right, but her main income was she was a secretary at the school, which was really funny because when I went to elementary, she was of course the principal of the elementary's secretary. Then I went to middle school and you can imagine she got a promotion to the middle school secretary. Then I went to high school and she was the superintendent secretary, which the office was in the high school. So I was never able to ditch a day. <laughs> she just had to ask where I was and I was there. Uh, 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 how does a mom on a secretary's income raise four or five kids? Yeah, it's tough. You know, um, luckily we had a lot of great friends. I mean, I, I, I remember a Christmas one time my mom went out to get the mail and of course there was $1,500 in cash just in an envelope. We knew where it came from, you know, the family that helped us. Um, but that's how we got along, you know, and there was many times my mom worked multiple jobs. Um, and us kids had to help. I mean, I, I, I remember after basketball games or a football game, we'd get home, it'd be, you know, nine o'clock at night. And what'd you do? You packed up and you went over and you cleaned Russet Valley potatoes. It was just an office we cleaned every night, you know. Did you ever wonder if you were going to get a meal? You know, there was sometimes my mom hit it very well. I remember one time. We got kind of an argument, you know, me, teenage kid and his mom, of course, right? Yeah. And I remember I just, I wanted to go to this this quarterback football camp so bad. I just wanted to go. It cost too much. It cost too much. And I remember she said, she kind of went off crying and she came back and she says, this is my last $100 bill. You go to your camp. I just, I mean, I broke down and I said, there's, right then I learned a lesson, right? I, I learned, um, you know, it's a little bit of humility and I learned the value of what a mom would do for her son. And of course I didn't go, right? You know, in fact, I think I went out and mowed lawns to pay her a hundred dollars. You know, I just, um, it, it was, it was a good education for me to work with, you know, very little. Did you grow and, up in an apartment or a house? We grew up in a house. Yeah. My parents divorced when I was 13. So I think part of that, she kept the house, which is a big blessing for us. You know, did, did you share rooms? Uh, I did for a little while and then, uh, it was with a brother. Uh, yeah, with a brother. And then I had a uh, cousin come live with us for a while. And of course your mom's broke. So let's bring in somebody. Oh else. yeah. You know, that's Why normally not? how it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah, it was, it was a great home. It was did a great home. Everybody sleep in a bed. Everybody slept in the bed. In yeah, your house. In our house. Yeah. But it's interesting. My, my father left home when I was four and, mm. um, I didn't have any siblings. Um, but I, I know very well what it's like to look at your mom's struggle. And, and, you know, I bet you share this is that I really didn't know we were broke. Yeah. I just, this is, I look back looking back on it now, I know we were broke and my mom struggled for every week's paycheck and every meal, but she, she kept it on the table and, you know, we grew up in, a, in apartments, but I, I know what it's like that you, you know, you have a paper out, you pick up odd jobs. I used to wash cars, whatever I could yeah. do to hustle up a little bit of extra money because I didn't want to ask my mother for anything yeah. because I felt guilty about it. So Luke went on to serve a Mormon mission in Texas for two years. He worked at his stepdad's water treatment company and rose to become head of sales and marketing. He got married and he had three kids. He seemed to be living the American dream, but. You know, I think you just hit a point in life where you're like, okay, you know, you, you reflect. I was about 34, 35, and I think we all kind of sit there and reflect. Some people call it midlife crisis. Maybe that's what it was. But I, I remember just thinking, you know, who am I? What, 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 what is this life well, who about? Are you? 
Well, I was a, I was a, a normal. More happy. Um, in some respects, yes. I I had just started what I call my faith crisis at that point, which is probably the biggest turning point. But it was is a common a combination of many things. You know, my job. I had come out of a sales position in the field, working with people. Now I worked. I worked for my salesman at this time, but it I did just didn't have the same savvy of what I enjoyed being out in the field. You know, it was a different challenge and I think I was very successful, grew the company, almost doubled in sales um, in a couple of years. And so I felt I was successful at it, but it just wasn't my cup of tea. You weren't fulfilled. I wasn't. I wasn't. And then you throw a huge faith crisis on it. You know, I was LDS. What does that mean? Well, I was LDS Mormon my whole life. I mean, served my mission and all this. And 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 weren't you pretty involved? Very involved. Yeah. In fact, at the time I started SHP, I was w- what was called the young men's president. So I was over the young men's program ages 12 to about 17, 18. 12 to 17 is young man? Yeah, young men. Yeah. It should be an idiot boy program. <laughs> well, There's it's no bo- such thing as a 12 to 17-year-old young it's man. It's Boy Scouts, so that'll tell you how, it, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, young idiots program. Oh, yeah, I hear you. Young well- Jack program <laughs> for the LDS chapter. The, the, absolutely. So you're you're really involved. You're like, you're right. and you're doing the Boy Scouts thing, correct? Yeah. And so I do know this: uh, LDS is real involved in the Boy Scouts. It of used America. to be, used not, to not be. so much anymore. Um, oh, I know. Since four they, years ago, four since years they ago, they started. Yeah, changing some of that. We're not going to get into Correct. that on this show. <laughs> well, we might. I mean, it could be interesting. We could all talk about the changes in the Boy Scouts. But at one time, I do remember that yeah. LDS was really, really involved. involved in yeah. scouting. Yeah. So. That's what you were doing. Yep. You were kind of mentoring adolescent boys. I call them Jack. You call them young men. And <laughs> they were all through the scout program, and you were their youth director. Correct. Yeah, I was. I was. I wasn't the scout master. Um, I was bench. What they call it, venture leader. If you're familiar with the scouts, but I was over the Boy Scout leaders. Right. Well, a part of that position, if you will, is we'd have auxiliary meetings with other authorities in the in that particular congregation. And we talk about various things, some of which were people in either in the congregation or just in the community that the church was either helping with other things or needed help. And there was a family. There was a family where um, a lady, she was the local school bus driver, you know, for the elementary. Everybody knew her. Made no money. Made, oh, of course not. Um, the, the, and what you didn't know was that father was suffering from some mental health, right? Couldn't hold a job for, for anything. They lived in this really run down. In fact, from Kimberly, I didn't even know where it was. That's how run down and hidden it was. And they and lived this in this apartment. In Idaho Falls? In, in Kimberly, next to Twin Falls. I, I keep calling it Idaho That's Falls. That's all right. So it's a Twin Falls. Com- but the point is, if this person lives in somewhere so run down that you don't even know where it is in a town of 3,000, yep. that's really bad. It's pretty down. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, give her every kudos she deserves, she, you know, working as best she can. I, I believe they had three kids at the time. But in this auxiliary meeting, they were talking about this family and how they were helping with the rent and all this stuff. And it came up that they, the kids didn't have any beds. And I mean, like maybe some of you listening might, you know, kind of cock your head back going, what? You know, every child has a bed and or at least a mattress of some sorts. Right. So, you know, I kind of perked up and I said, well, tell me a little bit more about that. Well, you know, they just the kids aren't they're just sleeping on the floor. And it, my first thought was like, you got to be kidding me. No one can get this, these kids some beds. How ridiculous is that? I said, tell well, you at what. least a mattress. Or, yeah, at least something. a mattress. Yeah, yeah, something, you know. I said, the boys the boys and I will take care of that. And Meaning so, your boy group, not boy your group. sons. But Correct. 
my Boy Scout group, right? You're El Presidente of the Jack. <laughs> the Jack Club's got it. And now, a few messages from our generous sponsors. But first, we're now offering premium memberships for the Army of Normal Folks. For 10 bucks a month, you'll receive special benefits, such as being invited to a private yearly call with other premium members and me, access to monthly Ask Me Anything episodes, and occasional bonus audio. If you're interested in this, I hope you go to normalfolks.us and click on premium. But guys... That's really not what it's about. You get all that cool stuff, and we're going to provide all that stuff. But the truth is, we're trying to, to grow the army of normal folks and have a greater impact on the country. And with the premium memberships, we can fuel our marketing efforts to grow. This podcast peaked at number 10 on Apple's podcast chart in all of the U.S., which is absolutely crazy. And it's not about me. It's about the guest, and it's about you. So we've decided to set an exciting new goal of trying to be on Apple's top shows chart for our entire first year, which will mean more attention, more listeners, more Army members, and most importantly, more impact. But we need you, as always. So go to normalfolks.us and click on premium if you're down to help. If not, just keep listening. We'll be right back. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal 
and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. So uh, we met, and as scout positions go or scout meetings go, you know, you want the boys to plan this stuff, right? That's because you're preparing them to be adults. Exactly. So you kind of lead them to water here, and they had some great ideas. They were like, "Hey, let's, you know, can we let's go buy a bed? That was the simplest one, or let's go find one. I think my cousin's got one. Money, yeah, you know, and um, all good stuff. Oh, all great stuff, you know. And I don't know, Bill, the the thought came to me, you know, and, and I just got done building this. In my third bay of my garage, I just got done building my wife at the time's hair salon, right? She was a hairdresser. So I built, it was the biggest project I've ever done and uh, I had a lot of help on it, but it was fun and I enjoyed it. So I kind of had this building mindset, right? I don't know. The thought came to me and says, you know, here's a great opportunity to take these AKA Jack, you know, and they were great boys, by the way. Yeah, of course they are. <laughs> My sons are great. Yeah, but, but they're still Jack. They're right? At that age, every I was, for sure. And I know you were. Oh, yeah. Look at your mud-headed self. I know you were playing football and everything uh, else. So anyway, go ahead. I thought, here's a great opportunity to get an Xbox controller out of these boys' hands. Because yeah. that's all they talked about. And, and go build a bed. And go build something. Which we we'll don't even have a template for. We got wood. No idea. No hammers, idea. Hammers. Power yeah. drills. Nails. Screws. Yeah. Build it, a bed. And, and uh, my daughter had a bunk bed. And I just remember sitting in that meeting going, uh, it'd be fun to build a bed. I, I think I can do that. And so when I got home from that meeting that night, I mean, I went straight to my daughter's room with the tape measure and pen and pad <laughs> and started measuring this thing Measured out. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, right, and, but, and our design is very similar to that bed as it stands Before now. we go to that, which we're definitely diving into that because that's really the crux of the story. Yeah. You, you said something earlier that I'm trying to connect the dots on. We're in the middle of all this. You're having a faith crisis because, yeah. frankly, you seem dialed in. Great question. You know, um, I don't. I'll only speak for my experience in my faith crisis, but um, you know, it's quite quite embarrassing, really. You know, here you. I don't want to embarrass you, but no, it's no, important no, that people understand that we all have crises, yeah. but it doesn't prohibit us from being successful in our endeavors. No. And what I mean by embarrassing, um, I'm not embarrassed at all by it. Uh, But when here I was, this AKA spiritual leader for these boys, President El Capitan, right? Uh, Mission guy. Mission guy. Raised your whole life. Yep. Raised my whole life. I served in what they called elders quorum presidencies. I served in all the boxes. Correct. You know, I'm supposed to be dialed in. I'm supposed to be this guy that that comes to these boys or these boys can come to me with a testimony strong enough to build their own. You know, Bill, um, I don't think I've ever shared much of this, but I I felt really inadequate. And I think for the first time in my life, um, I really paused and decided, you know what? 
I'm going to stop putting stuff on the shelf. I'm going to stop kidding around here, maybe even kidding myself, and really face these questions I have. You know, uh, maybe it's even as simple as who is who is God, right? Um, I decided to, lack of a better term, really man up and be completely honest with myself. And when I did that, I realized, yeah, I don't really know what I thought I knew, which really dove me into a lot of personal in, in internal reflection spiritually of what did I know? What did I believe? What was important, right? And all of this was going on. Um, we had this service project where we built this bed with these with these Boy Scouts. It was such a great experience. You know, I was I was feeling my gap in my heart with this for service project because I love service. And and what better way to service a kid? I mean, it was great. And even here's a 12 year old kid, bunch of we had deacons at the time or Boy Scouts building building beds they they couldn't get enough and i thought man you know how hard it is to keep the attention span of a 12 year old kid no kid servicing you know especially do- without something electronic and a screen <laughs> no no kidding and it just shocked me and i and i'd like to think it was because they knew what it was going to and i think it was a lot of that but the activity was fun too you know we just had fun and then after long story short after it was delivery i didn't go on the delivery the boys and their parents went but i heard the, the amazing stories of how the boy they shared it in church the next day of how fun it was and you know some were crying and <clears throat> here I come home after church and I'm sitting on the couch and I'm going through this faith crisis this work insufficiency this hole that's being developed and my kids are talking about all these presents that they know I'm not going to get them <laughs> I'm not going to get you another Xbox <laughs> we're not going to get that amazing control I mean I hear all this stuff was was coming in and I had just experienced this amazing you know, service project. And I just experienced these boys who forgot about Halo and forgot about their Xbox and focused in on something neat. I want that for my kids. And found out how fun selflessness can be. Exactly. I wanted my kids to learn the joy of service and the appreciation of what they had. So let me just get this right. Okay. You're 37 ish, 35 at this time. You've got a good paying job where you're working and doing what you're doing and you're raising your children. You're involved in your place of worship and somehow you are unfulfilled at work and trying to figure out halfway through life what you really think about the world and life and your place Mm -hmm. in it. And um, honestly, you're struggling a little bit. Yeah. Well, you know what that makes you? Probably human. That's <laughs> exactly what it makes you, bro. Yeah. Makes you normal. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it, there's. <laughs> I, I believe, despite um, really pretty facades that we all put on, we all question in some level where we've come from, what we believe, if if yeah. this step was right, if that step was wrong, we we all have conflict in our lives. We all have um, sadness and joy and triumph and defeat and everything else. But it is weird when you get to be a certain age and it happened for me really around 40 is you kind of, you know, if, if at 50 and I figure if I'm lucky being the fat redhead of a guy that I am (laughs) and the hard life I've lived, if I make it to 80, 
I'm going to do pretty it's well. It's a win. <laughs> yeah, which means I'm 64.5% dead. Wow. I mean, it's just true. Yeah, it's just sure. truth. And so at 35, you're somewhere between 40 and 50% yeah. dead. Yeah. And I think it's only natural to look at your life and start wondering about what your, where you are, what your thought processes are. And so this is an army of normal folks. All of what we talked about has done nothing but establish that you're just a normal dude <laughs> fighting normal insecurities and everything else, yeah. trying to do the right thing, trying to make a living, trying to provide for your family. And then oddly, you find this level of happiness building a bed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how cool is that, right? Oh, and I, watching a bunch of young deacons yeah. or whatever you called them. Yeah. Putting down consoles and. Helping build a bed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and learning what selflessness is about. Well, and and uh, don't get me wrong, there was some there was some selfishness about it too. You know, when people volunteer, there's always a little bit of selfishness behind it, and of course there is. You know, uh, for me, you know, here I was plagued with the thought that I'm being led down the Satan's path because I was losing my testimony about my faith and all this. You know, and and I just kept thinking, if that's true. Then does does a does a guy being led down that path really have this much desire to help a child? And and it hmm. it really dawned on me. I, I guess, Bill, I, I took that moment and said, you know what? I really, honestly, for the first time in my life, I'm gonna be honest with this myself. I don't care what religion you or I or whoever is. I don't care. Great. If that brings you happiness and joy, awesome. I don't I couldn't tell you whether it's right or wrong. I'm not going to guess whether it's right or wrong, but what I do know for a fact without whatever, whatever deity you believe in, helping a child get a bed is just the right thing to do. That's and so, beautiful. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to share two things with you. One, um, this is not a theological podcast and, and right. you know, I guess after this, we might as well talk about politics. <laughs> <laughs> but not in Texas. <laughs> but not in Texas. We're close to Texas. And, but, you know, some would say that when you do a bunch of good deeds, it provides favor for your salvation. And I would say, if that's true, how does a stillborn child ever make it to heaven? Yeah, exactly. And if it's not for grace, there is no chance. Right. And so it's not what we do to earn favor. It's that we do things in appreciation of favor of grace. Yeah. And the flip side to that is how good it feels when you can share that grace with another human being. Yeah. And that leads to, uh, that leads to all kind of conflict resolution in my opinion. And what I mean by that is personal conflict resolution. For sure. Because I agree with you. The things that I've done for other people in my life have been far warmer soup for my soul yeah. than the things that I've received in this life. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of an army of normal folks is normal folks struggling to just do life. And then they find something to do for someone else. And the payoff is they get 50 times more out of it than they put into it. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like that's your experience. Well, and I also learned, at least my view, and, and I appreciate it, you're exactly right. I love that, that comment. I, I, I looked at what I was doing is, you know what, too, too many of us, I think, 
let's just call a spade a spade. You go to church, you sing the hymns, you read your scriptures, you know, you're doing these things because you're told that's the right thing to do. Whether it is or not, great, I don't care. But that doesn't really help anybody in this world right now. And I just felt like, you know what, I I I, I appreciate that all those things may be in the favor of the Lord and may, you know, whatever's going to happen in this life, after this life, builds a mansion in heaven for me. Okay, that's great. But what I do know is there's a child in this world right now that needs my help, right? I can pray. I can read my scriptures. I can be as righteous as I want. But if I don't lift a finger, then that poor kid is going to suffer. Yeah, it almost seems like uh, it's a little hypocritical to sit and <laughs> one of the notions, actually, Alex sitting over here on the controls, <laughs> uh, one of the reasons he and I even are hanging out together doing this thing um, is I, I, I said in an interview um, that um, there's overpasses in every major city that when you drive over it, you look down there and you see the abject helplessness and loss and despair and hopelessness and, and poverty. Mm-hmm. And when you drive over it, it's, you know, it's that overpass you don't want a flat tire on, right? <laughs> sure. And when you look over it, you think, gosh, somebody had to do something about yeah. that. Yeah. And then you keep driving yeah. as if that empty sentiment actually matters. Right. The, the thing you should be saying is, gosh, what can I do yeah. Yeah. about that? And yeah. your point's well taken is that. There's all kinds of things in your faith that are good for your soul and good for other souls, but faith without action is just hypocrisy. Yeah. You know, my mom used to say, great saying, I'm sure it's not just hers, but she said, you know, good intentions are as a paved way to hell. Right. And I never really understood that until that exact thing. You know, you can have all the great intentions in the world, but if you don't lift a finger, what, what really good are they? So you delivered your first bed to the bus driving ladies family who <laughs> lived in a house in a town of 3000 that was in such a bad place nobody even knew where it was correct and you saw the excitement in your young jacket group's eyes over what they did <laughs> and you didn't even get to go deliver it but you heard the stories right. and you thought nobody in my town is going to sleep on the floor well, what exactly what what really happened there was sitting in that couch after I heard those kids talk, and you know, again, a, a culmination of work and faith and all this stuff, and just feeling down, and I, I could feel myself just kind of going down this dark hole again, like like I'd been, and 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 here this whole week I just built this bed with these kids. I was just on just cloud fired nine, up. fired up, and then I could just feel me sink, you know. And then when my kids said that, when they said, "Dad, you know, hey, we want another Xbox," something clicked, Bill. I just went. I got to get my, pardon my French, off this couch and get my kids out in a garage and we're going to build another bed. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know anybody that needs it, right? And so I got up the couch. Build bed building therapy. Uh, yeah, is seriously. what you're into here, bro. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. And we went out and I had some extra wood, right? So yeah. we built we built another bed with, with my kids. You know, I got pictures of my nine-year-old son and my six-year-old daughter and my, my one-year-old walking around and drilling. I mean, it was just a great time for, with my kids. It was a great time. It was the Christmas greatest time. thing in the world. Yeah, it was great. Uh, but then we were done. I had this bed, this bunk bed. I had no idea what to do with it. 
<laughs> and yeah. so I was, someone recommended, you know, why don't you just put it on Facebook? And I said, are, are, are you kidding me? Like, the only thing I put on Facebook are pictures of my sturgeon that I catch. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I said, okay, we'll put it on one of these buy, sell, trade groups, you know. And really the message was, um, hey, my family and I built this bed as a Christmas project. We want to give it to another child or family that has children sleeping on the floor. Does anybody know? And I had no idea what what kind of response I would get. I figured there'd be a lot of, oh, a free bed? Oh, yeah, hand up, I'll take it. Although we got some of that, I was shocked of how many people contacted me and said, what, what are you doing? How can I help? Can, can I bring some pillows? Can I bring some food? Can I bring some presents? It was kind of a really neat thing. It really fired me up for it. And it wasn't until one of my, uh, actually I served my mission, she was in, our, my, in my mission, another sister missionary, a long time ago obviously, um, called me up she says, hey, I've got the perfect family for you. We'll be right back. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named Best Hybrid Mattress 5 Years Running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. 
Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. She told me about it called my Haley story. Haley and her mom were homeless um, and had been living in a car. Haley had never known a bed. She'd slept in the backseat of her mom's car. She was six. Six years old. Six years old. And had never known a bed and was sleeping in a car. Correct. And this is in Twin Falls, Idaho? Mm -hmm. They actually lived in Burley. Twin Falls, Idaho has this idyllic, seemingly Norman Rockwell feel to it when I say Twin Falls, Idaho. (laughs) Well, it's called- You don't think of homeless people- No. In cars. I don't. I mean, I don't. It's Idaho. I, I thought everything was okay in Idaho. Oh, yeah. Well, and this is a very wealthy, fairly wealthy community. That's it's what I mean. Re- it's like a retirement community. I mean, it's called Twin Falls because it's, it's got a deeper waterfall than Niagara Falls. I yeah, mean, it's, it's really it, neat. I, yeah. I get that. It's beautiful. Yeah. You just, in Twin Falls, yeah. I mean, if you were saying Chicago, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> or Milwaukee, or. A, a, I'm you telling know, you. I, I had no. Or even Boise. Yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea. Okay, yes. so so she tells you about ha- Haley, is a six-year-old mm-hmm. little mm-hmm. girl. Yep, and and so we're like, absolutely, this is the one. We're great. But me and my my buddy went out to deliver this bed to Haley. Now at this time, they finally had a house, right? Um, they just barely, I mean, moved in a couple of days before that. And Bill, I walked into this. Were house. they written? Um, I don't know. I don't know. But how they, they got a, a they house got a or house. An apartment or it was a house. It was they, a really, they, really rundown house. You can imagine Haley and her and her mom, and that's it. Yeah, they, they, there was another daughter there. I didn't get to meet. Uh, fine. Um, but again, a single mom probably kids. got a job somewhere and maybe a little yeah. extra help from the government or something. Yeah, and finally got into something. I think the local, but church it's kind of a rundown thing, and the local church helped. was helping. Yeah, I mean, so and I dealt with homelessness before i've seen it you know whatnot but I, when you walk into a home with the thought of a child and seeing it through a child's eyes it it took on a whole new meaning to what me. what was inside the house nothing what do you mean nothing there was a hot plate with a can of soup on a milk carton that was it that was the only thing in the house they didn't have a stove uh, they had they had a built-in stove and they had a refrigerator so that was it but there was no couch table chair not even a chair tv no, no, of course not. And so <clears throat> I was like, oh my gosh. Literally. Literally nothing. nothing. It was four walls. Well, it was walls and a floor. But Haley, this six-year-old girl, was just so excited, A, to interact. She was one of these just joyful kids. At least she was around us. Um, had no idea why we're there. And uh, doesn't know me from Adam and says, oh, come look at my room, right? You know. We walk into a room, and you can imagine. I mean, there's holes in the carpet and scratches on the walls. Kind of and, a nasty place. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was probably some government-assisted Section housing. type thing. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. Right. And in the closet, there was used toys and dolls and stuff that I'm sure she got donated to her and stuff like that. But what stopped me was in the corner was a pile of clothes, and and that was that was where she slept. It was that was little, her mattress. It was a little nest she had made there. Was where, it the clothes she also wore? Exactly. So Haley's routine was she'd come home from school, take her clothes off, put her PJs on, sleep on whatever clothes were there, and then repeat and go to school the next day. She literally slept on her clothing. Correct. Or she wore her bed to school. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. She wore her bed to school. That is terrible. I know. And, and, and I, I, I was so shocked at the time because I'd never seen that before. I mean, my gosh, who... What child doesn't have a bed? Doesn't even have a mattress of some sorts. 
And so we got pretty excited about bringing this bed in. Now we couldn't fit it through the door back then. We didn't, we, we brought them in as, as assembled as we could. <laughs> Learned. Oh yeah. Gotta yeah. Make turns around corners you know, and stuff. It was December 10th. It was freezing, you know? So we're taking the headboards off anyways. So we bring them in and you could see little Haley, like trying to figure out what we were doing. And then when it got, together enough that she realized a bed she just kind of blew up i just was did it did, were, did you have mattresses done oh yeah we, yeah, bedding we, we and do the pillows. whole we do the whole nine yards yeah we don't leave a house unless the so bed she's got to in. actually have her first night's sleep because mm-hmm. of what you and your kids did in your garage yeah and i've never seen a child kiss hug and kiss a bed before and if that wasn't enough to just wipe the tears away um i looked up at the mom now here's a single mom Six years of struggle trying to provide Homeless, safety. Probably pretty tough. Oh my! Oh, she was a tough lady. Really neat lady. Just bawling her eyes out, and she she really got emotional when we start bringing in the pillows and the sheet sets and the quilts and stuff for her for her daughters because uh, she didn't expect that, and um, that's when it hit me. You know, being raised by a single mom too. I. <sighs> It really struck home. Now, I, I was very fortunate. I didn't have to experience that, but I wasn't far from that. And um, I got on the car, you know, and it was about a 30-minute drive from my house. Me and my buddy, were Jordan Allen, were in the car, and uh, we didn't say much to each other for 30 minutes. And finally, shock. total shock, total shock, and overwhelmed, just spiritually, emotionally. I, it was just, I mean, cr- two adult football playing buddies crying in their, in their big truck coming home is probably one of those things where I wish I had a camera or I'm glad I didn't rather. Um, but I remember I got home and I just, I looked at Jordan. I said, you know what? No kid. And I was, it was a mix, you know, on your football field where you're just, you're, you're in between emotional. You're like pissed off, but you're, you're happy at the same time. Right. You know, yep. we're going to, we're going to score that touchdown. I don't care who's in my way. We're going to, and I just looked at him and said, you Adrenaline know, just pumping through Just pump. And I just said, almost mad. I said, there's no kid that's going to sleep on the floor in my town if I have anything to do with it. And right then, starting that day on, I went to different stores, you know, Home Depot, uh, landed at Lowe's. The guy at that Lowe's said, yeah, I told him what I was doing, right? And he says, 50% off anything you want. And I was like, oh my gosh. So we took, I mean, I took my whole Christmas fund and we ended up, we ended up building 22 beds, <laughs> 22, <laughs> 22 beds and delivered them all before Christmas. Uh, hold it. What, what did, what, that, what was the date when Haley got her bed? So I built my first bed December 7th. So hers oh, you was, built 22 beds in oh, yeah. 14 and 18 days and delivered. Them? Oh yeah. It was, You're but, kidding. Oh no. And what all was, you did was build bunk beds. Oh, it, it was it was all I did the whole three weeks of, <laughs> of Christmas. And it was funny. It's like there's nobody times. was getting their water checked. <laughs> You're building beds. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, I had to do it at night, you know, and I had friends come over and help me. And that was the fun part too. Is I was I was reuniting with 
20-year-old friends I hadn't seen some high school because they saw it on Facebook and they wanted to come in and help. I mean, I had guys driving. My buddy came down from Boise to come help me build. How far is that? Two hours. No kidding. No kidding. He'd come down and stay the night. We'd build a couple of bits. And it was really funny. Did you drink any beer while you built? <laughs> we were Mormon. We didn't drink beer at that oh, time. I, <laughs> I apologize. Not even coffee. <laughs> Maybe a lot of monster. I don't get how that works. But... Um, but what was cool is, is you know, it was fun. I'm we, Presbyterian. We'd have drank a lot of beer well, filled with drunk, those. Yeah. Probably would have been. Everything's better. okay in operation. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we built them, we got a little bit better and a little bit better. So I remember one time I'm like, oh, my gosh, we just built. Now, not sanded or stained, which took some time. Yeah, but, built them. But we erected a bed in two hours. <laughs> yeah, that's like. It was unbelievable. That's NASCAR stuff. Oh, well, it's pit stop. It used to be, but yeah. <laughs> now we build a bed. We just did a build. Uh, of course, we had a lot of chapters there. We built a bed every 32 seconds. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a minute. <laughs> so you built 22 beds in 17 days. Yeah. And at this point, it's no longer just build a bed for a kid in your garage. It's become kind of a thing. Yeah. So... You got these 22 beds out, and you know it's a thing now, so when did you name it? <laughs> that was a funny thing. We get, you know, I get the slogan, sure. nobody sleeps on the floor in my town, yeah. something like that. No what kid sleeps on the floor in our town. No kid sleeps on the floor in our town. Yeah. Is that still the slogan? It's, a, it's the mission statement now. I, and, yep. I, and I got a funny story about that. I'll tell you that in a minute. All right. Well, tell me that now. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll tell you then. Let's go with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was such a, a such a meaningful motto to us that we didn't have a mission statement. And I mean, I've run businesses before and I just didn't I wanted my mission statement to really be as simple and clear as possible. Succinct. Yeah. This is what we're doing. And it was funny when um when I was named a CNN hero in two thousand eighteen, of course you did the whole T V thing and blah, blah, blah. Well, the next day they invited the ten CNN heroes to a classroom. And they had like CNN's head of media there, and they were they were going to go over some things, mostly prepping us for any interviews that we were ultimately going to be doing in the next year. Sure. Well, because oh, you don't want to screw up the CNN program of heroes, no, okay. no, you better you know how to do, do those. Oh, interviews. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Been through that before, <laughs> yeah. and I screwed up a lot. Of interviews. Oh yeah. Sometimes I screwed them up on purpose. Uh, no, I don't well, see all the that smart about people you. Telling you how to answer things. If that's <laughs> yeah. not how I wanted to answer them, I just. Didn't. Well, that's what they taught you, actually. They're like, I you know don't have that. to answer anything. Been there, done that. If you don't <laughs> like it, don't answer it. No, I'll answer it. Yeah, you just may not like my love, answer. I love it. So we, uh, <laughs> they kind of went around the room and they asked a funny question. They said, so let's go over your mission statement. Because that's the first thing, you know, it needs to be, it needs to tell the. It's the, the elevator pitch. It's, it, it's, it is. It's, it's what, what you hear it and you understand it. Yeah. The, the consumer, you know, in business world, or right. in this case, a sponsor, or or just a person needs to understand your business from their mission statement. Well, you know, and everybody went around there when it's fine. And they, came, they came to me and, and I could see the guy kind of stop and he goes, that's your mission statement? <laughs> yeah. And I said, yeah. I said, but my mission statement isn't about my organization talking to the individual or the community. It's meant for the community to say it because child bedlessness is going to be solved by the volunteer in the community, not by Luke Mickelson in Twin Falls, Idaho. Yeah. So what you're saying is an army of normal folks. Oh, I, absolutely. 100%. It's no kid sleeps on the floor in our town, not your town, in our town. So 
it doesn't make any sense for me as a no kid sleeps on the floor in our town if all of us would spend a little time getting together and fixing it. Yeah, absolutely. If they have so, have an, if so they have we're an not going to call government and we're not going to no. write for a grant. No, <laughs> and we're not going to petition the mayor and the city council and all the other bureaucrats. Yeah, and we're 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 not going to um, go to our state legislature. And talk about the problem, right? And we're not going to drop on our knees and pray it away. Right. We're going to build beds. Yeah, we're going to do something yeah, about it. Exactly right. Just an army of us deciding: no child in my town sleeps on the floor sleeps tonight. On the floor. That's right. I love it. Yeah. So that's your so that's your slogan motto. That that was the slogan. Mission. Now mission statement. That's right. That was your mission statement. And then you had to name the thing. Yeah, yeah. That was the funny part. I you know I didn't know what to call it. I mean, I at, at first it was just a family Christmas project, and and that's I, not that doesn't work. No, no, that doesn't. The family work very Christmas well. project. That's, no. <laughs> well, and you gotta understand this. I had no dream of being a nonprofit. I, I you know it, what I'm I saying? It, but just, you still you got a thing. You got a thing. And Everything it, has to have a name. Yeah. You don't call it the thing. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna go do this. <laughs> that might have been better than my first choice. Which was? Uh, beds for babes. Yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> everybody, that's not a good Google search. <laughs> it, 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 it misses a little. Yeah. Well, it hits somewhere else. But let's. Well, let's, I mean, uh, we're not for that kind babes, of program. Nobody sleeps alone in my. Day. <laughs> you could do that. Yeah, but we that's provide an adult for every other. <laughs> Another project. I oh, think. there's another story with that too. Yeah, but. I'm sure there is. So beds for babes was like, yeah, that got shut down about the minute it left my mouth. You got know? it. And, but it was Christmas time, and you know, beds for uh, babes. I get the idea, yeah, but it just yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. And uh, you know, Silent Night is just one of my all-time classics and one of my favorite songs. And Sleep in Emily Peace. Although I had Rob Schneider, who I met in an airport not too long ago, and he, he was pretty interested. He's helping us out a little bit. And he said, uh, he pointed out for the first time, and it's a couple of times since then, it sounds more like a funeral home, which it does. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career and here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. 
Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You know, the, the first year we did it, um, just a family Christmas project, I had a friend from Boise. He's the one that went on the first delivery with me. So it it's t- it touched him just as much as it touched me. And if there's ever a co- co-founder, it would be Jordan Allen. He wanted to do it up in Boise. So, you know, he, he did He saw a, their big mutton had a joint guy yep, that was crying yep, in the exactly, car. Yeah, the big, That's precious. Yeah, it is. It was a tender moment. Yeah, and, and I've known great. Jordan since, oh my gosh, five. Did you I mean, for, Yeah, pretty close. Did you wipe one of those tears with your thumbs? Yeah. Yeah, we did. That's a really beautiful thing. <laughs> Jeez. I know. I see where this is going. Yeah, okay. you see what I'm doing. Yeah, though. I got you. Yeah, breaking you down, dog. <laughs> yeah. So Jordan starts one in Boise? Correct. And we didn't know what to call it. It was at that time it wasn't a chapter, it was just Boise. And and the, then the next year we got this strange phenomenon where people wanted to actually donate money to us, but they couldn't because we weren't a 501c3. Yeah, to get your 501c3. Yeah. And, and actually, I have a really good story. Which is which is a pain in the butt, oh, but it's, it's absolutely necessary. Oh, it's a, yeah, you have to. Right. You have to. And, and I remember sitting at lunch one time with Jordan, and we were getting ready for the, the next season of building in, in Christmas, because we only built one time a year. And we were going over this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I remember this lady was walking by us, and we were in this booth at this restaurant, and she stopped, and she says, I'm sorry, I, I, I just eavesdropped your whole conversation. I listened to everything. I hope that's okay. And we're like, sure. And she's like, I heard what you're doing. Here's all the money in my wallet. And I went, I mean, we kind of looked at each other. Wow. Well, you don't know us from, I mean, we could be lying to you. I mean, you know, it was just, it was um, a moment in the history of SHP where we realized this is a lot more than just how we feel. You know, there was other people that felt this way, which turned into obviously a lot more people coming in. Dude, you've hit part of hater. It. Nobody, listen, you can, you can, there's, there's so many things that we can talk about people in need in our culture that, yeah, I can help them. Well, I can help them. It's like, I'm a football coach. Well, I'm not helping a budding violinist that can't play for violins or a really talented ballet person because I don't, you know, I can't do that. But so somebody might be drawn to my story and then others might be like, it's a mud in football. Who cares? Right. Nobody thinks a child should have to sleep on the floor. 
I mean, it's a universal thing. Yeah. And so I get it. I mean, yeah. people It's a pretty do. easy sell. <laughs> pretty, pretty easy yeah, sell. It's, it's a, a hell of a lot easier than water chemical stuff. <laughs> Maybe not as lucrative. But. Maybe not as lucrative, but, well, it depends on for who. Yeah, that's true. So do yeah. people start saying, hey, I want to do this in my town? So what happened was, is as we, we learned more about the need, and we were only building in Christmas, you know, it's the 12th, 13th, and 14th, but the 15th came around. And I think in the 14th, I did maybe one or two little Boy Scout Eagle Service projects, you know, those. Yeah, cool. uh, uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was, you know, these kids would kind of wait to the last minute and they needed a project yeah. and this got approved. So yeah. we did them, right? Build a bed. You can get your Eagle Scout. Thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But 2015 came around and we then decided, and we were starting to get a lot of even organizations that were like, hey, we'd like to donate. Can we build beds with you? And we we're like, hmm, well, maybe we can do this. And so we actually did 15 builds in 2015, or excuse me, 13 builds in 2015. Because we did them through the year. That's when SHP took a big turn because now we were, we were pumping out a lot more beds. It was taking a lot more of my time. I was starting to use more of my vacation time from work. and <laughs> All your time. All my time. That's right. You know, and, and buying a business from with my stepbrother, from my stepdad, and, and doing all this. It, it, oh, so at this time- it professionally, you were also becoming an owner of the company. We, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were working at it. Of course and, you did. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and so- Because it was so fulfilling? It was, uh, financially it was. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And, I and it was too. Don't get me wrong. It was a great job. And I, and I love the people I'm I work with. I'm not doing that. But the point is, you still got that thing hanging around Oh, yeah. Too. Oh, yeah. And it was building more and more. And it was far more satisfying, as anybody can imagine. Delivering beds to kids is the most fulfilling thing I've ever done. It's absolutely true. And so- it just got more and more. 2017 came around, and I went to a water treatment conference in San Diego. Well, a buddy of mine that I, I met probably 10 years previously lived down there, and he says, hey, come come see me. And I said, sure. So we met at a Padres game, and then I went back to his house, and he says, hey, I've been watching what you're doing. You know, my company needs a service project. He oh, says, wow. can we do this, a build down here? I said, why don't we just do a chapter down here? Because we then started talk, calling them chapters. Uh, we had Boise and Twin. And he's like, yeah, we can do that. So we started, we, we, we organized this build. And then my brother wanted to do a chapter in Gilbert. So we organized a build. And they were kind of within two or three weeks. So all of a sudden, we were posting this. And hey, now you have four chapters. Correct. Hey, we're starting chapters. We're and from Idaho to San Diego. To Utah. Or to, to, to Arizona, excuse me. To Arizona. And so that opened the floodgates of, oh, I can start a chapter with Sleeping Over the Peace. So now we we actually got people from Maryland, from Minnesota. We had no idea who they were. We had some and other just friends. just recognize you on Facebook? Yeah. Friends of friends of friends. And what's really funny is the one in Minnesota, he said he had built a bed for his daughter, loved it, and he wanted to build a bed for someone. So he went online to research, you know, give me some ideas. And, about found, and found our website. Wow. <laughs> and it was, I mean, it wasn't much of a website. So he called us and I spoke with him on the phone and in 2017, the end of 2017, we had nine chapters in five months. It just kind of blew up a little bit. And all of a sudden, I'll get to your answer here in a little bit. All of a sudden, my Jordan Allen, my buddy says, hey, um, you need to take November 14th and 15th off or 15th and 16th off. And I said, why? And he says, I can't tell you. You just need to take them off. And I'm like, and he knew some of the some of the 
trickiness between work and this because it was kind of button heads a little bit. And I said, you, you know what I'm asking, what you're asking me to do? And he's like, oh, yes. And I knew I had to go talk to my stepdad and my brother and say, hey, these last- I got to take two days off and I'm not real sure why. Yeah. I, and I said, I knew it was an SHP thing, right? Um, and the whole time I'd been talking with this marketing group from New York that wanted to fly out and do this magazine article on, on yeah, SHP. And I was like, presented. yeah, exactly. And, and it. It, it, what was funny about the whole returning the favor thing is, you know, I, something wasn't stirring the Kool-Aid, but I knew not to ask because <laughs> I was told not to. So I just kind of went along dumb. Um, but uh, you know, and that's when I, I approached my, 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 uh, business cohorts my my stepdad and said hey i i need these two days off and and it was time it was time he recognized that my passion for shp was far bigger than the company and he said you know maybe you need to really think whether you want to be with and so this company 14th and 15th mike rose shows up does this tv show does this tv show and then it blows then it blows up yeah we had in the next year and a half we had over five thousand chapters requested 5,000 mm-hmm. people all over the country uh, in, in eight different countries request to become a chapter. And luckily, oh, so, okay, well, now you got to tell me how many chapters do you have? So, of that 5,000, we've, we've trained only 330. Only? Yeah. I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> that's, I'm proud of it. So, them. there are three. Are they all in the U.S.? Uh, we're in four different countries, but only what are? so Canada, United States, Bermuda, and Bahamas. <laughs> so, we got the vacation spots down. You realize how funny this is? I mean, what started as I'm going to get these kids off their ass and build a bunk bed 10 years ago is now 330 chapters in four countries of people building beds and proclaiming no child sleeps on the floor yeah. in my town. We're actually, it's, 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 it's a proud thing, but a sad thing at the same time. We're actually the largest bed building charity in the world only because they're there really isn't there's another one. There, well, there's a few, but, but they're local right. church things type. So, um, when did you leave the water thing and become mm-hmm. a full time bed builder? So November fourteenth is when returning the favor was showing up to air, and I left November first. You're kidding me. Mm-hmm. How many beds have you made since bed number twenty four? <laughs> I just looked today. I had a student call me from uh, Texas Tech, I think, that was doing a report. And she says, can you give me a ballpark of where your bed count is right now? I said, it's 138,861. Is that close what? enough? <laughs> 138,861. 138,861 beds and counting. That's just crazy awesome. Well, that concludes part one of our conversation with Luke Mickelson, and I hope you'll listen to part two that's now available as I kind of come to terms with uh, a new phrase, child bedlessness. I don't even think it's a real word, but it certainly is a real problem that hadn't been solved yet. But if you don't listen to part two, make sure you join the army of normal folks at normalfolks.us and sign up to become a member of our movement. Y'all, it only takes committing to doing one new thing this year to help others, and there will be a ton of awesome ideas on this podcast from all the folks we feature. Some of them may resonate with you deeply and others may not at all, and that's okay because we're all called to do different things with our different talents. 
By signing up, you'll receive a weekly email with short episode summaries in case you happen to miss an episode, or you might prefer reading about our incredible guest. Together, y'all, we can change this country, but it starts with you. I'm Bill Courtney. I'll see you in part two. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.